Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing, nothing but pure sports. Today's episode is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. The Highlands Performance Golf Center is located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome into another edition of From the Rough, America's favorite golf podcast. Live from the Fan Stream Sports Studios in North Dallas, I am IndyCar Tim. There, if you're watching on the screen to my right or screens left, or if you're listening on your radio or phone, go to speaker left, because we are in stereo. We are in stereo. That is Mr. PGA of America member himself, John Gerber. Hello, Johnny. Oh, good. Well, buenos dias. We, you know, we got to do buenos dias because we are doing the Mexican Open this week. So Why it is. are we doing this? Can we do the whole show in Spanish? Simone Sebato. You can't say that. Oh, is that bad? Yeah, it's not good. What it's does not, it mean? It's not well, not good. I can't say it. I only know English. I only know Tex-Mex restaurant Spanish. Well, let's just say it's not good. And the people who speak Spanish, <laughs> uh, we apologize. Je m'appelle Tim et toi? That's French. Damn it. Uh, good day, mate. That's dumb. <laughs> I mean. I could hit really? it like Jesus. Are you, are you really just this excited because I'm actually back in studio today? I yeah, I forgot what you looked like. I know. Well, you do you. You know, simulcast. I almost called building security. I know I couldn't. My key didn't work. Yeah, I changed them. I know my key didn't work. Believe it or not, the fob to get in the studio didn't work. It's been three months since you've been here. I'm surprised you found it. It hasn't been three months. It feels like three months. You walked in. You're like, did you repaint? I'm like, nope. It's been that way for a year. It's. I I know it's time to come back in because when the air fresheners go off, yeah, like when they're gone. Yep, air fresheners are gone. The carpet sprinkle stuff's gone. Yeah. The vacuum needs to be emptied. Yeah. Well, I'm not the maid. Oh. I mean, you know, I'm not the maid. I, you know, I just, no. I was wondering why things weren't getting clean around that, here. That's a check. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Hey, I do my best, all right? I know you do. And it's not just, sometimes it's just not good enough. It never is. Trust me, I've heard that my whole life. Okay. <laughs> Your best ain't good enough. I want a divorce. Okay. Gotta heard that nine times. At least nine. Jeez. Um, well, as you mentioned, Johnny, it is Mexico week. Which is the second Mexico week, right? This year, we've already been to Mexico once. Yeah. How, yeah. And uh, I still don't understand the concept or why they feel they need to go to Mexico to play golf. They're growing. The, they haven't been to Mexico this calendar year, but last year they did. This season, though. This yeah. golf season. It's just growing the brand, buddy. I mean, that's Well, just, don't it, grow it, it in Mexico. Why? I like Mexico. Why do you like Mexico? It's gross. I don't think that's Mexico. Why? La Bamba? Is that Mexico? Yes, it's certainly not that day, mate. Oh, I thought that was something else. No, it's Mexico. Richie Valens? Yeah. Well, he's not with us anymore. There's so many songs about Mexico. It, it has to be good. I love I love Mexico. I mean, I go there once or twice a year to play the tournament, to play the tournament in Puerto Vallarta, not this golf course, but I've actually played this tournament before the Mexican Open. Uh, You're probably a Jimmy Buffett fan too, what? aren't you? No, no, he's old. What's not the <laughs> He's like? not that old. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. <laughs> 
What's not to like about Mexico? The people are friendly. It's very inexpensive. I mean, margaritas are good. Well, they're good here too. Uh, they're good. They're, they're and you know what? If you like the Mexican ladies, I do. We got those here too. Hey, I like who likes me. As my man Chris yeah, Marbury right. says, I like who likes me. Yeah, me too. I know. Beggars yeah. can't be choosers. Well, I, I'm not a beggar. You should be. Not no. It's worked well for me. Has it? <laughs> I mean, I'm alone right now. Well, oh, yeah. But that's by choice. Until until. <laughs> By choice. Until until that break and you start texting, you get that second drink and you start texting, hey, mama. I can do that right now. Hey, baby. Don't, don't do that. Uh, next, hey, next give me, tell me something Mexican to say. Next, no. <laughs> I don't know how to speak Mexican. Oh, boy. It's it's Spanish. You don't say you speak in Mexican. It's you called speaking Spanish. They speak that in Spain, though. Good day, mate. In Portugal. I guess they speak Portuguese. Yeah, you true. know what's weird is they speak Portuguese in Brazil. They do. Number one, are you impressed that I knew that? A little. And number two, why do they speak Portuguese in Brazil when those are ten thousand miles apart? Because the Portuguese, the 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 uh, people, the, the the king of Portugal founded Brazil and settled there. And okay, fa- but they found Brazil, and that's their that's that's just their culture. But it wasn't like ten years ago; they've had time to either develop their own or adopt English. Okay, so so it's no different than the people the, the people of Hong Kong, Hong Chung Chow. Or is, is English for years because English settled there and rule and, and was the emperor of Hong, of Hong Kong. So they, day, speak, they speak English. So there's I've never seen anyone in Hong Kong speak English. They all speak English in Hong Kong. Yes, isn't that in Japan or China? Where is Hong Kong? That's Japan, right? It's China. What's the one in Japan? Tokyo. Japan is in Japan, but Tokyo is the big city. In it Japan. is. It's where Godzilla is. <laughs> he lives in Tokyo. Yeah. They don't speak English in Hong Kong. They all speak English. I dispute that. Stop. I dispute that. I mean, I'll never go. Just like I'll probably never go to Mexico. It's great. They're both great. Now that we've had our history lesson and our geography lesson. This is a golf show, it is. And our geometry lesson. Yeah. uh, By the way, I aced all of those classes in high school. I can't tell. I can't tell. That was a long time ago. High school was a long time ago. A long time ago. Long, long time ago. Uh, Johnny, let's get into the 2023 Mexico Open. Seems like such a racist title for a tournament. Why? The Mexico Open. I mean, the only way it would be worse if they called it the Mexican Open. So if it's what about the United States Open, is that not? Well, there's nothing racist against the United States. Oh, it's Mexico. It's a country. They have their own Open. But they... Mexico seems like a derogatory term. That's only in your mind. You're the only person that thinks that. And then we got to call it Vedanta Valarta. That's actually the property. Right. That's where they're playing. Yeah. Um. And we've got a world number one that's playing in Mexico. I don't know why he's playing in Mexico. Well, it's it's a good you know you look at a guy like John Rahm. He's a defending champion. That's a little bit of the reason why he's going there. And he loves the place. Admittingly, it's probably he said it's you know top five best places that he likes to go play. The golf course suits him fantastic. Does he feel like home there? Yeah, I mean he speaks Spanish, so obviously it's a little bit easier when it comes that way. But everyone down there speaks English, so it's not like it's a. Th- it is because it's a resort town, right? So it's third world, but it's not third world. It's fine once you get in there. I mean, it's just going to any great resort in the United States. It's the same thing in Mexico. So, so this is on the Pacific Coast. Yeah, you're almost down to you're on the California side. Yeah, Pacific. It's down close to uh, you know kind of the Baja area. Yeah, it's not yeah. quite far. It's 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 really far south. It's actually further south in Cabo. So when you're getting there, it's almost is Cabo on the Pacific side too. I thought yeah. that was on the Gulf side. No, that's oh. that's Cancun. Well, I knew that. Yeah. So so it's actually further south. You're almost in the Central America. I mean, you're probably mm-hmm. only if it, it, by airplane, you're probably 30 minutes from 
Central America. So it's it's pretty much as far south as you could go. I actually played a tournament there last uh, this past year in November in Puerto Vallarta at a different golf course, Vista Vallarta. And, man, I love it. I, I really do. And, you know, some people go down there and they potentially don't feel safe or whatever. But I'd be terrified. But – no, no, you wouldn't. It's mm-hmm. it's not. I mean, l- listen, I'm I'm lucky. I speak Spanish, so that helps a little bit. But um, you know, it's just like any other big city. I mean, you can go, you can go anywhere. You can go someplace here in Dallas and feel, uh, you know, out of place and feel less safe than you would down everywhere there, down, down there in Mexico, down there in uh, <clears throat> Puerto Vallarta. But no, great place to have an event. Great place to grow the game. And when you start seeing these things, and you ask the question, why were they doing in Mexico? Well, look at how how many. Um, players are starting to come out of Mexico like because of these events are growing the game I mean even when I was down there playing oh this has been you know 15 15 16 17 years ago when I played in the Mexican Open so many people like we we would do golf clinics for the younger kids kind of like a first tee program and now potentially some of these kids that were in that program now they're the you know professional golfers are in the golf business or avid golfers. I mean, look at the guys on the PGA tour that are, that are from Mexico, you know, Carlos Ortiz and, you know, some of these guys, I mean, you got a handful of guys that, that are from Mexico mm-hmm. and, and I think it's great. Anytime you're able to grow that brand and this is why they have these tournaments there. And this is why they have tournaments overseas for the PGA tour, just the growth of the game. And anything, anytime you're able to do that, it's great in my opinion. I mean, golf's an American sport. We should grow it in America. It's actually not American sport. Oh, why am I playing it then? It's Scott. It's his Good day, mate. Born in Scotland. I mean, that's what people say, but do we really know that for a fact? Sure. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll acquiesce to you then. The, in your these knowledge. are these are facts. <laughs> they are. They're not just people's opinions the, that golf started in Scotland. The, these are facts. Um, so a condensed playing schedule for the game's elites have kind of forced this eclectic group to gather down in Mexico at Vedanta. By the way, do you know how I know? I'm going to age myself. Do you know how I know that? Like Puerto Vallarta and all that is on the Pacific coast? No. From a geography standpoint, I learned this as a kid, like probably eight or nine years old. P means Pacific? No. Close. Yeah. Because I used to love watching the TV show The Love Boat. Gilligan's Island. And the boat was the Pacific Princess. Huh. And literally every episode, one of their stops was in Puerto Vallarta. Yeah, you're 100% correct. You are dating yourself. And I had, so I had to go, I remember I had to go look up in our family encyclopedias I had to go under the P's for Puerto Vallarta to go find a map to figure out where it was because I didn't know how to Google things yet. You know, in all honesty, you know, I've been very blessed to see pretty much the whole world, and I know I'm fortunate to be able to do that. It is actually one of the most beautiful places I've ever been, believe it or not. I mean, just from the water and, mm-hmm. and the landscape, you got the mountains there. Mm-hmm. and it, it, You know, it's a bit like San Diego, but you're just in Mexico. Right. And, and the weather's, you know, it's, it's 95 degrees in the wintertime. Right. I mean, I've, I've often said one of the, and I haven't been around the world like you, but um, one of the prettiest cities, prettiest sunsets I've ever seen in my entire life was in Vancouver, Canada, yeah. Yeah. In, in BC. And I imagine being on the West Coast like that, right over the Pacific Ocean, it's kind of similar. You know, San Diego, Vallarta, you know, Canada, BC, it's, you know, kind of the same setting. You've got your mountains, you've got your ocean. So, um, I think yeah, Mexico, I can imagine it's good Mexico gorgeous. gets a little bit of a bad rap. Just the way you say it, like, why would you go to Mexico? Well, you, you say that because you haven't been there, and that's a lot of mm-hmm. people say. If you're there, you're like, huh, this is pretty damn good. But I could never, ever imagine myself ever going to Mexico for any reason whatsoever. Okay, you say that now. And I mean, and I say that about lots of places on the planet. I have no desire to go to the Orient, I, to Japan, to China, to... You know, you can't really say Orient anymore. 
You can say Orient. You just can't say Oriental. Yeah, it's the same. No, it's not. I don't think that's true. It's the same. All right, I'm going to have to Google that. Just say Asia Pacific. The Asian Pacific Northwest. I feel like that's like... Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's correct. What, what, was that Se- what is that, Seattle? Seattle, yeah. <laughs> All of that area up there. Um, so, of course, as we mentioned, you've got the number one in the world, John Rahm, the reigning Masters champion, looking to defend his title as he got here a year ago in the uh, midst of a middling stretch of play. He used the wide-open nature of this course and the field to propel his play to new heights, and this is kind of really when he got – on on the radar, I think, for a lot of us, is with this victory last year. And now he's had seven victories in his last 24 worldwide starts. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, it is. And you look at a guy like John Rahm, it's, it's, it's a little bit different than a lot of the West Coast guys. And we, we, we kind of played around with it a little bit on Monday, calling the California cowards and these yeah. guys. But, you know, you look at a guy like John Rahm, and this is why he's number one in the world. It doesn't really make a whole hell of a lot of difference in terms of where he plays. Right, he 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 has success in Florida, he has success in California, he has in the desert. So his game kind of transi- transitions to any type of grass, any type of ballpark, really, when it comes to the golf, and that's why he's number one in the world. And you know, he he doesn't shy away from places. I mean, you know, him playing at Augusta on those greens and hilly as that golf course is, then he go and then he wins in Mexico, then he wins out out west, and then he wins. You know, at Torrey Pines. I mean, they, they, those those are completely different places. And you know, you look at guys like him. That's why these guys are world class players that are number one in the world because their game their game just transitions to no matter where you go. I mean, you could put him out here in the parking lot in Dallas and he'd still play well, right? On on mm-hmm. you know, that's that's a great. And here's what I'll say about John Rom. I haven't really been super high on John Rom, just because I didn't really like his antics a little bit. Um, who's this? I don't know. Didn't say the Ballerus Golf Show right now. Uh, well, we appreciate that, <laughs> Facebook user. Thank you, thank you so much. But um, you know what I'm saying. What I mean. What I mean by that is, you know, you can put it, you can put the guy anywhere, and it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. And um, you know, I, I haven't. Like I said, I haven't been really high on John. Rump. I just didn't like his antics a lot on the golf course. You know how hot tempered right. he was and things things like that. But. You know, I'm really impressed that – I was more impressed – I'm impressed that he came back to play this week because it's a long stretch, right, after winning the Masters. But I'm even more impressed that he played Hilton Head mm-hmm. after the Masters. And that's – I mean, the easiest thing for him to do in the world is do what Rory did with withdrawal because he won. And and he didn't. And he played well. He played well there. I think he, the last round he got tired, which is, which is understandable, but – you know, a lot. I'm growing on John Rahm. He's he's growing on me, shall I say? In terms right. of of, I've always knew he's a great player, but in terms of the kind of who he is and how good he is for the game, um, you know, good for him to go back down there and defend his title. Um, so once you get once you count Rahm as the world's number one, you got to go all the way to number sixteen to find the next highest ranked player in the field. That of course is Tony Finau, and these two kind of put on a show last year. Uh, as Finau carded the course record in, on Sunday last year and almost caught Rom for the win, uh, or at least for a playoff. But he came up one stroke short. Um, Finau and his play in Mexico was kind of a turning point for his season last year and maybe even his career as a whole. Uh, he won just a couple of tournaments later last summer. You've also got another uh, top 50 player in Alex Noren. 
You've got uh, guys that we've talked about on Monday as we recapped the uh, team play. Uh, and Wyndham Clark and Bo, your boy, Bo Hostler. Boo. <clears throat> Patrick Rogers. I'm going to start calling him Boo Hostler. Boo Hostler. Yeah, Boo. that's great. God, he's terrible. I <laughs> I'm still not over it. I know. Listener, I know. Listeners and viewers, I am still not over Sunday. And obviously, you everyone could tell the the disappointment and things in my voice on our Monday show, I'm not over it yet. I'm not. No, you're not. You're not going to be over it for a while. I'm not. Um, Patrick Rogers, Nikolai Hogard, and Maverick McNeely all are seeking their first victories on the PGA Tour. And I don't know, with with the likes of Finau and Rom on the uh, on the leaderboard, I, I don't know that you're going to have a first-time winner uh, this week, but it could certainly happen as they are at Vedanta Vallarta in Vallarta, Mexico. Yeah. Am I, I saying it right? Mexico. Mexico. No, you can just say Mexico is fine. I mean, So do I also say Vallarta, or do I say Vallarta? It's Vallarta. Puerto Vallarta. Well, then I should also say Mexico like a Mexican. Well, you, you can roll your R's also. Vallarta. That's a little much. Char- oh. What, are you Charo now? <laughs> Gucci, Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> mark that. Yeah, mark that. That's <laughs> <laughs> a par seven, the very unstable par 71. 7,456 yards. Johnny, the purse, $7.7 million. What's that in pesos? Do you know? Um, probably about $79 billion. Yeah, close. I don't think the exchange rate is very good. It's not good. Um, hey, let's find out real quick. I think it's 100 to 1. It might be 10. I don't, I don't remember last time I was there in. in um, in November, I think it's a twelve to one, maybe. Um, what is it? <laughs> so seven point seven million American dollars equals God. I was way off. Um, one hundred and thirty nine million pesos, Mexican pesos. Yeah. So yeah, four, fourteen to one or something like that. Something that, like that. that. That sounds about right. I'm really bad at math. Yeah, I see this. Um, <laughs> they said there was no math in this job. Yeah, there's not. Uh, by the way, we need to remind everybody, if you're watching the show live or listening to it live on the FanStream Sports app, feel free to text into the show on our brand new FanStream Sports in-studio text line, 214-937-0569. Go ahead and put that in your phone. Save it so anytime you're listening, even if we're not live and you're listening to the recorded podcast, any one of our recorded shows, literally any one of the shows, and you'd like to comment on something you've heard or just tell us how stupid we are, we'll take that as well. That's go, usually going to come first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and text into that number, and we will see it. It is monitored for the most part, even when we're not uh, live, or we'll see it the next time that we're in the studio, and we will come in, we'll comment on it, and we'll, we'll text you back, and we'll talk to you, have a good conversation with you, maybe make you part of the next show. That'd be a lot of fun. We've got the field odds coming up next. We're going to take a quick break right here and take care of some business here on FanStream Sports. We are from the rough. We'll be right Back. Hello, sports fans. Fan stream sports. Hey, you like golf? There's a good chance you do because I said so. But what do you need playing golf? Well, you need clubs, right? Clubs. You need balls. The thing that people don't usually think about is that golf bag. And that's what most people see when they look at your golf clubs, like right off the bat. And if you've got a raggedy bag, eh, it's not doing you any favors, bud. So get you a new bag. Go over to orca-golf.com. Orca-golf.com. Why are you going there? You're going there because you, you want a golf bag, but you want one that kind of screams you. So you want to pick the colors. Well, you can use your own custom colors. Maybe you have a logo in mind. Maybe it's your logo. You're like 
prince. You just have a symbol. That's the case. Dude, you can get your logo on there. Your name. Just get it done exactly like what you want it done by actual designers. Nothing goes out of their factory without the approval of the founder, Erica Bennett, who is just brilliant. We've seen some of her bags. We've got one of them actually in the studio. And you know what? Dude, it looks good. If you want other people to look at your golf setup and go, man, that just screams Frank. You want that? Then go over to orca-golf.com. Do yourself a favor and use the promo code DSP10 for 10% off and free shipping. I'll say that again, DSP10 for 10% off and free shipping. So do it today because Orca Golf is the best choice in the game. Hi, golfers. IndyCar Tim here. I want to talk to you a little bit about Golf Central Magazine. It's not just a golf magazine. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Head over to GolfCentralMag.com and check out the latest issue. Some of the regular features in Golf Central Magazine. The Golf Bachelorette of the Month. The Golf Bachelor of the Month. The Golf Cart Girl of the Month. Golf History. Grip it and sip it. So head over to GolfCentralMag.com. It's free. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Golf Central Magazine at GolfCentralMag.com. We'll see you there. All right, guys. Time to talk a little bit about turf life. You've seen the hats on our heads. You've been or seen the video of the studio. You've seen that the decals are all over the place. Turf Life. Man, it's the brand that salutes the consumer and industry players everywhere whose lives involve turf. What does that mean? That means if you play or have a business or, you know, maybe you're a sports educator, you're going to be on turf at some point. So you live the turf life. So go ahead and tell everybody you live the turf life by having your turf life window decal or, you know, the hat. Or the keychain. Or the something. Along that lines, just go to TurfLifeClub.com and become a turf head. That's what it's called when you live the turf life. You're now a turf head. And you can go join the club today and snag that window decal or snag any other special turf life accessories and go over there to that website, which is TurfLifeClub.com, and get your stuff and show everybody that, man, I'm all about that turf life. And then you just kind of raise your coffee mug at them and go, yeah, turf life, baby. That's what it's about. And then that's the end of the commercial. Ding. That means it's done in microwave talk. What is up, podcast listeners? IndyCar Tim here to tell you about our friends over at the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility. Do you play golf? You think you play golf well, but your friends tell you otherwise. Do you want to get better and show off to your friends? Win all of that money that you're not supposed to be gambling on each hole on the weekends when you're out losing at golf. Head over to the Highlands Performance Golf Center, and they will get you up to speed. They are North Dallas's premier golf practice facility and performance center. Between their 400-yard all-season driving range and short game areas, cutting-edge technology, and award-winning instructors, they've got everything you need to play your best golf game ever. They're open seven days a week with convenient hours so you can practice on your time. And, yes, this is family fun for everyone. Get your family involved. Bring them over to enjoy the 18-hole par 3 mini golf course. It's newly renovated and beautifully landscaped and designed to challenge players of all skills and abilities. They offer junior programs and summer camps for kids who show an interest in the game of golf. So come on out and explore all the family-friendly fun at the Highlands Performance Golf Center Uh, conveniently located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Head on over there, get you some apparel, get you some equipment, 
get you some lessons to make your game better, or just go over for some family fun. They love to see you over there. We'll see you over there at highlandspgc.com, or you can give them a call, 972-733-4111. We'll see you there. Hey, listeners, make sure you check out the brand new Fan Stream Sports in-studio text line. You can reach us during any of our live shows or 24-7 at 214-937-0569. That's 214-937-0569. Text us 24-7 day or night, and we'll reply to you and make you part of the show. Coming back at you now. More Fan Stream Sports. Welcome back to From the Rough right here on Fanstream Sports. I'm Andy Cartin. That is John Gerber. We are talking Mexico. Buenos dias. Um, you've got him. I've got Mexico. Forgot who sang oh, that song. Oh, Mexico. I hate that song. Um, yeah, there's lots of songs about Mexico we there could is. have injected that's why, that's in That's why here. it's so great. I don't know. I think you just mispronounced horrible. I mispronounced what? Horrible. I said No. Great. You said, see, you're saying it wrong. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, let's get into uh, a little bit of our the, the field and odds for said field. And uh, we have John Rahm, of course, at the top of the uh, odds listing here. And it's a very unstable, according to uh, was a Caesar Sportsbook. He is listed as 13 to 5 to win. What does that come out to, like? 2.3 to 1 or something like that? Like, it's a really weird... It comes out to a bad play. Let's just say that. Yeah, just I mean, don't pick John Rom. Even if he wins, you're not going to make any money. No, it's just it, you're, you're risking too much for... Uh, your your return on your investment is not nearly... Right. Enough, right? So that's, you know, good for him for playing like we talked about a little bit earlier. But it, it, as a gambling standpoint, as a betting standpoint, you know, the value for John Rom playing in this event. I mean... He just has to have a bad stretch, and he's not going to win the golf tournament mm-hmm. to risk that much money and not get much back on your investment. is is, is just a, just not a smart play when it comes to the gambling side. I mean, unless you just want to brag about an easy win. You, you're not going to make any money, but you might get a win with it. Uh, Tony Finau at 7-1. Rom's rise since the Mexico Open gets all the attention, but Finau's uh, play is just as substantial. He arrived here last season with zero top 10 finishes and 13 starts. Finishing with a share of second place just behind Rom, Finau was able to collect two trophies, two runner-ups, and two additional top five results in his final 13 starts of 2022. He's kind of been the model of consistency this season. Uh, he did win in the fall. He hasn't seriously threatened any leaderboards this year. Uh, his iron play is hot. He's done some damage uh, with his putter also this year. So 7-1, to one, Tony Finau. Um, is is not a bad play, although, again, that's not going to make you a ton of money uh, if you want to go that route. Wyndham Clark, Johnny, listed as 16-1. to one. Mm-hmm. Uh, For the majority of, like we talked about last week, for the majority of the Zurich Classic, I mean, you thought Clark and Hostler were both going to be the first-time winners that we saw, but it wasn't meant to be, as is very well documented on these airwaves on Monday. You're going to keep rubbing it in, aren't you? Just just keep digging on me. Just keep digging. <laughs> You feel bad for Clark because he had to play with Bo Hostler, and apparently they sort of had words, I guess, before the round was even finished, he right? Had, he had to play with who? Boo, Boo Hostler. Boo Hostler. Boo. That's going to be up there with Shane Lowry. That's right. Um, but uh, Clark now has three top six finishes in his last four starts. He ranks third in total strokes gained in this field over the last six months behind only Rom and Finau. So if Rom and Finau somehow falter, it could be a good week for Wyndham Clark in his first breakthrough victory. 
We've got Gary Woodland at 22 to 1. Patrick Rogers at 20. You used to like Patrick Rogers a lot, didn't you? Didn't, or, or was that. Um, He's not. Maverick McNeely. I mean. No, who, so who used to pick Patrick Rogers every week? Oh, that was. Uh, Hurst. Hurst. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not supposed to say his name. Yeah, we are. 28 to 1, Patrick Rogers. He's like Bo Hostler. Yeah, we don't like Patrick Rodgers. He spells his name with a D. That's yeah. that's too close to Aaron Rodgers. It's like Buck Rodgers. But hey, <laughs> now what's wrong with Buck Rodgers? I didn't say there was anything wrong with Buck Rodgers. Um, Nikolai Hogard at thirty to one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Byung Hoon On. Been on, as as we say, as we pronounce his whole name at thirty five to one. The former U.S. Amateur champion has rediscovered his form this year. Yeah, he's played well. Connecting on nine straight made cuts. He's coming off back-to-back quality outings at the Texas Open in the Zurich Classic. Vedanta should cater to his skill set as the 31-year-old is sufficiently long off the tee and capable of wielding a hot putter. He ranks eighth in this field over the last six months in strokes gained tee to green. Yeah. Would not be a bad play. Not a bad play at all. You look at a guy that, that, you know, he's really, throughout his career, in my opinion, he's kind of underperformed. I mean, he came out, he's got a win on the PGA Tour he won the U.S. Amateur as, like, a 17-year-old kid or a 16-year-old kid. Uh, so, expectations are crazy high for him. And I thought he would come out when he got his car that he just – he's had a few bad years, and I'm not really sure if it's injury or what's going on with him, but maybe the life on the PGA Tour really wasn't for him. But the guy's got all the talent in the world, and you're looking at a golf course that if you look at the stats for Ben on. You know, it, it, this golf course suits him fantastic. And and then you look at his, his past performances playing at uh, you, at San Antonio, had a good finish in San Antonio, and he had a good finish in New Orleans. That It's a kind of a little same type of grass that this guy's a very grainy type of Bermuda that they're going to transition to. So look for him to have some success this week. <clears throat> success this week. I'm not sure if he can kind of get past the winter circle. But I certainly look for him to uh, to have a good week, and I, he's not on our card. We'll talk about it a little bit later on, but you know, I think he I think he'll play well. Uh, let's go back to Hogard for a second. I kind of jumped over him real quick uh, at thirty to one because I know he's got some interest on our on our card this week. Um, dude's just twenty two years old. I'm not super familiar with him, just mainly because of his age. I haven't just paid too much attention to him. Three career wins. Uh, two on, I know he's got two on the European tour. He doesn't have a PGA tour win though, right? No, he's not a member of the PGA tour. Right, it's him right. and his brother, him and his brother are twins. Right. So they, they're actually, it's, it's crazy that, that their stats and their wins and everything they've done on the, uh, on the European DP world tour are similar. They both got a couple wins. They both got the similar stats. Uh, and they, these guys have been touted over there for a long time by Thomas Bjorn mm-hmm. that these guys are the next superstars, and they, they are. I mean, they fit the mold of what PGA Tour is. They hit the ball far. They're big, strong kids, uh, and they're, 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 they're kind of fearless. And you look at some of the success and the starts that Nikolai has got in the United States. He's played Puerto Rico. He's played Mexico before. And then another start there. He's had some success in this type of grass and this type of uh, environment. So – uh, look for him in the next, you know, as we talk about our picks, you know, he was very interesting to me, especially with his odds that I really liked, uh, especially with his past performance that he had in Puerto Rico in, in the fall. Uh, so I guess his other win, other than the two European wins, is was in the Nordic Golf League. Yeah, that's, uh, that's why I didn't 
No. <laughs> Never. Sound, it's cold there. Never heard of that before. Apparently, they only play uh, 54 holes as well. Well, they play like six weeks a year because of the weather. <laughs> right, while, while the <laughs> snow and ice is melting. Right, right. So you got water hazards and casual water everywhere. Six, six tournaments right in a row in July and August, and then they're done. <laughs> you can only play uh, three rounds. Yeah. Because when the sun goes down, it freezes again, even in summer. But I think it's kind of it's almost sunlight like Alaska, like year-round almost in the summertime. I mean, in the summer, it's, I think you got like 23 hours of sunlight. <clears throat> oh, yeah, so you can just play all night if you want. Huh? Yeah, they, they, I think they do that. They get, they get their golf in there, I promise you. They, they're getting it in, even if it's, you know, the six weeks golf season there. They're getting it in. God, it must be cold. It's cold. hate that. Um, they should go play in Mexico more. It's not cold there. I know, but it stinks, right? No, it doesn't. Don't drink the water? Certainly don't do that. But Even in, even in uh, Vallarta? Shouldn't drink the water. Bottled water is preferred, even when you brush your teeth and stuff. Uh, no, you know it just depends on where you're staying. When we stay, we stayed at the Hyatt, which was nice. It's right there on the ocean, so you can you can brush your teeth with the regular water there. But I wouldn't be, you know, just precaution, just precaution. I mean, they, listen, they have ice in your margaritas. Really? It didn't get me sick. I guess if you're not getting it frozen, huh? Even if you are, they're gonna they're gonna grind up the their ice, right? right? Yeah. Can you bring your own ice? It's frowned upon. <laughs> Just carry it in your pocket and say, "Hey, make my drink with this ice." That's probably the first sign that they don't you they don't tr- you don't trust them. So I'd probably pass on. Um, also, I have my own tequila, my <laughs> own uh, sweet and sour, my own liqueur, my own orange liqueur here. I just like you to use all of this. Uh, and actually, I have my own glass. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what? I'm just gonna make it over here. Just ignore me. Here's my eight bucks or whatever it costs for a margarita. Yeah, it's. Frowned upon. I feel like that would be me in Mexico. That probably is. I feel like we should facilitate that and then like video it and put it on YouTube. Or you something. did that the other night at Chewy's, so I'm you're, cer- you're certainly going to do it in Mexico. That's because I was hitting on the bartender though. When am I not? That, that was exactly. Oh well, when it's a dude. First of all, I'm not. <clears throat> well, uh, I hope not. <laughs> I didn't. Johnny got a little tongue tied there. Yeah. Uh, Maverick McNeely at thirty five to one. Coward. Um, he kind of is turning into one of those, isn't he? Well, I mean, I I got to figure out if he's still dating um Danielle Kang or not because that that tells me a lot. If he they're so off and on, and I can tell when he plays well because when he plays well, they broke up, which is probably the right thing. But when he plays terrible, they're together. So um, I got to figure that. I got to figure that. I got to make some calls on that one. Um, oh, she's cute. Yeah, she's a lot. But so, Johnny, breaking news. Uh-oh. Uh oh. This is as of a date that I don't, doesn't say. Uh, but Danielle Kang is reported to have another strange sweetheart. Um, after her and Maverick McNeely broke up. Okay, that sounds about right. So maybe they're not together. Sounds about right. That sounds right. Boy, she is a piece of work, too. We're not going to get in there. There's some things I can say about her that I prefer not to on air. Uh, really? You and I have had this conversation. I, I I don't know. I don't remember any conversations about Danielle Kang. Of course you don't because, you know, co- need, cocktails are good. We need you. we need to have an LPGA show, apparently. She's not my favorite. Let's just go that way. Remember the remember when I did the, the interview you, stuff? You ranked the Asian golfers? No. <laughs> Power ranked the Asians on the LPGA. I remember that. No, 
but we 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 had this conversation. You just don't remember. That was that that was that night at Chewy's that you were hitting on the bartender. So I barely remember that night at all. Yeah, for sure. Because she said yes. No, she didn't. Oh, that wasn't her. Somebody said yes. I went home with somebody that night. What was his name? I don't remember. Oh, okay. Um. Oh, I kind of want to talk about Danielle King some more. Was it Maverick McNeely? It wasn't Maverick McNeely, <laughs> and it sure as hell wasn't Danielle King. As I normally don't land that type of product. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's all I'll say. Thank you. Uh, McNeely, it's been a pretty disappointing 2023 for him, I think. Um, connecting on a top 10 finish at the Sony in January, he's been able to replicate anything close to that since. Ball striking has suffered. His putter has kind of kept him in the mix at a couple of courses, but... He doesn't have enough of a putter for it to save his rounds. Don't feel bad for him. His, his dad is partners at KPMG. The M is right. McNeely, so don't feel bad for him. I don't feel. I kind of feel bad for him because of the Daniel King thing. No, I don't. Like I didn't know about that. He's gonna be just fine. I feel bad some of those text messages I sent her. Actually, I'm happy for him. Why do you want to deal with that thing? I don't know what kind of thing it is. We'll talk about it in about uh, 25 <laughs> minutes. Kind of feel like the masses need to know. Uh, not yet. Uh, he ranks soon. he ranks second in strokes gained putting over the last six months, but he ranks seventy third in strokes gained tee to green. That's not going to get you anywhere um, on the tour. At forty to one, Stefan Jaeger. Steven Jaeger. No, it's Stefan. If you look at how he spells his name, he either mispronounces it or misspells it. Either way, it's spelled Stefan. Mama called him Clay. I'm gonna call him Clay. Is that his middle name? It's confused. Steven, <laughs> Steven Yeager, but anyways. Well, then why is it S-T-E-P-H-A-N? Because they have a little German in them, and that's how they, that's how they spell it. But it's Steven Yeager. It's not Stefan. And it's he not, doesn't have the two little dots over the A like Jaegermeister? It's not Stefan Marbury. It's, not, it's, it's Steven Yeager. Let's, let's, just, let's just push on to... Uh, Can it be Stephanie Yeager? Could be. He, he hits it about like that. All right, because I was going to ask you to break his game down. I, it, it, I just did. <laughs> he hits it like uh, Stephanie. Yeah. Does he play from the Reds? Yeah, he's a grinder. Hey, the guy's a grinder, though. I'll tell you what. The, you know, the guy's a, one of those journeymen's been on and off the tour more times in a bad grip, right? I mean, it's just <laughs> one of those deals that he's he's on and off that in Corn Ferry, and it's the guy. The guy can play. Obviously, he wouldn't be out there, but he's a grinder. He, there's nothing in his game that's dominant. There's nothing that's flashy. You know, he just goes out there, does what he does, and uh, he'll be one of those guys, you know, probably on and off for forever that's always hovering around that 125 that can keep their card. But uh, <clears throat> this isn't a tournament that he's going to win, I promise. Not a 40-1, to one, that's for sure. No. Uh, and then your boy, and I want to recap last week, Please for don't. those that didn't listen Monday, Boo Hostler at 40-1 to one, Yep. as he screwed up Wyndham Clark's rounds. Uh, out down there in New Orleans, as man, they were in contention last week. Both of them looking for their first tour wins, and as you described, Bo Hostler just had not just an epic meltdown, but an epic meltdown that brought his partner down with him. Well, if you look at it, it for the people that didn't watch the show on Monday, and when we kind of recapped, if you go back a little bit, um, so the last four holes, they they had a, they had a. First off, they had a two-shot lead going into the round. Mm-hmm. So going into, they were making a move. They, they actually still had a two-shot lead. And on the 15th hole, uh, Wyndham Clark actually let Bo Hostler read a putt. Boo Hostler read a putt. And it, it, 
unequivocally went the polar opposite way that that Boo Hostler told Wyndham Clark to hit it. And and Wyndham Clark looked at him like, dude, really? It wasn't close. I mean, it, he for a tour player to miss a putt that that badly is is very, very poor. The next hole. Wyndham Clark hits a great drive. It's the hardest hole on uh, 14 or 15. It's the hardest hole on the golf course. It's like 490 par four. Wyndham Clark just darts one down the middle of the fairway, and he's got like 200 yards left. And Bo Hostler hits a hits – a, it's either a five or six iron. Probably – so the pin's, the pin's kind of middle left. And he hit it. He hooked it probably 60 yards left. So, first off, you short-side yourself, and you hit an, an, an incredibly awful golf shot to where Wyndham Clark had no chance of even hitting the green from there. So, they make bogey. So, now they're kind of – and then Davis Riley and Nick Hardy kind of making a move. So, I think they're tied at that point. So, now in the alternate shot format, Bo Hostler is the, the short 16th hole uh, is a drive. Everyone's driving it or driving it to the right. No, it, no one has hit it in the water. Let's just say this. Right, right. All day. Their miss is right. As a tour player, he literally duck hooks his drive in the water, and it wasn't even close. Like, it wasn't close. Wyndham Clark, to make, they make another bogey. So that being said, <clears throat> they're going down the stretch, and, and Bo Hostler hits his drive on the par five, and they're out of it at this point. They, they, they're, they're two or three shots back. Davis Riley, Nick Hardy made that move. And <clears throat> they're arguing about – what type of shot? They're two shots back. They're not can't they can't win the golf tournament. They're three shots. They can't win. So they're Bo Hosser's arguing with him what like what type of shot to hit. And Wyndham Clark at that point was like, dude, just leave me alone. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna hit the shot I want to. It doesn't matter. You've already messed this up for us. So he hits a it, it was it was a three hole stretch of embarrassment. Let's just say that. And I feel bad for Wyndham Clark, and that's why he's gonna win this week. So let me ask you this though, because we didn't really delve into this too deeply last week because we were too busy laughing at the at the round. Thank you. So Wyndham Clark let him let him read a putt for him. Does that mean Wyndham Clark had no clue which way the putt was going? He did, but sometimes you need you know you you need some affirmation from your partner, right? Sure. I mean, I, I look at it this way: everybody looks at putts a little bit different because everyone puts different. Their speed is different. Um, <clears throat> you know, when you ask your partner to read a putt. It, Nine times out of ten, or ten times out of ten, you know the majority way it's going to go. Like, the way it's going. Now, whether your pace of your putt will dictate the break. P- pace, speed always dictates break, right? So the harder you hit a putt, the less it's going to break. So that's why they kind of look at each other and kind of pick out spots. But they were, Bo Hostler told him to hit a putt that broke the polar opposite way. That's like me reading a putt for you. Uh, probably worse, actually, because first off, I would never let you read a putt for me, so, so I would never let you put put he you would. in that spot. But Wyndham Clark was like, "No, I think it goes right to left." And Bo Hosser was like, "Dude, this this putt goes left to right." And Wyndham Clark was like, "You sure?" He's like, "Yes." It, it, so he he moved his whole direction on the other side of the hole, and it went the way Wyndham Clark thought. And he just looked at him and was like, "You are California coward." I mean, when I caddy for you at the Texas Senior Masters Open Invitational next year, the inaugural, yeah, um, you, and you'll be you'll be listening to all my reads. Wow, wow. is this like, uh, like wait? Let's video? put that let's put that together again. The inaugural Texas Seniors Masters Open Invitational. That's a lot to write. down. You write that down. We need to find a sponsor for that. We'll find a sponsor. The Texas Senior Masters Open Invitational. 
Where would we play that? So that uh, uh, the Tismo. <laughs> Tismo. <laughs> hey, the vaunted the, the va- Tismo. See what happens. Everybody wants to play the, see the what Tismo. Ha- see what happens when you get a drink in <clears throat> God, it's almost gone. I mean, you need another oh, one. Wow. Um, we're going to take another quick break, and then it's the time of the show that everybody wants. Anybody that wants to make money is going to listen to Johnny's Picks. We've got those coming up for you next here on From the Rough on FanStream Sports. Hello, sports fans. FanStream Sports. Hi, golfers. IndyCar Tim here. I want to talk to you a little bit about Golf Central Magazine. It's not just a golf magazine. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Head over to GolfCentralMag.com and check out the latest issue, some of the regular features in Golf Central Magazine, the Golf Bachelorette of the Month, the Golf Bachelor of the Month, the Golf Cart Girl of the Month, Golf History, Grip It and Sip It. So head over to GolfCentralMag.com. It's free. It's the magazine for everything, turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Golf Central Magazine at GolfCentralMag.com. We'll see you there. All right, guys, time to talk a little bit about turf life. You've seen the hats on our heads. You've been or seen the video of the studio. You've seen that the decals are all over the place. Turf Life. Man, it's the brand that salutes the consumer and industry players everywhere whose lives involve turf. What does that mean? It means if you play or have a business or, you know, maybe you're a sports educator, you're going to be on turf at some point. So you live the turf life. So go ahead and tell everybody you live the turf life by having your turf life window decal or, you know, the hat. Or the keychain. Or the something. Along that lines, just go to TurfLifeClub.com and become a turf head. That's what it's called when you live the turf life. You're now a turf head. And you can go join the club today, snag that window decal, or snag any other special turf life accessories, and go over there to that website, which is TurfLifeClub.com, and get your stuff and show everybody that man, I'm all about that turf life. And then you just kind of raise your coffee mug at them and go, yeah, turf life, baby. That's what it's about. And then that's the end of the commercial. Ding. That means it's done in microwave talk. Hello, golf friends. It's IndyCar Tim from From the Rough. I want to take just a minute here and tell you about our new friends over at Orca Golf. They make high-quality PGA Tour-grade golf bags, and they're the best in the business. They're the real deal. They're the best bags I've ever seen. They even designed a bag for the Golden Bear himself, Jack Nicholas. Head over to orca-golf.com and pick up a great bag from their catalog or let them customize one just for you. You can use your own custom colors, your own logo, you name it. You work with actual designers and nothing goes out without the approval of founder Erica Bennett. She's just brilliant. Visit orca-golf.com. That's O-R-C-A-golf.com. And use our promo code DSP10 for 10% off and free shipping. Do it today. Orca Golf, best choice in game. Hey there, it's Colby Sepp. I'm here to talk to you about the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practicing facility. Practicing? Yeah, if you're practicing, you're going to need some things. Like, you know, a premier golf practice facility. So what goes into a premier golf practice facility? It's 65 plus. That means more than 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, an indoor putting studio, and an 18-hole mini golf course. But wait, there's more. You can also take advantage of their PGA teaching pros. Get your golf game the level up that you so desperately need. What if it's raining? That's a good question, Tito. Well, they've got covered tees, Tito. Also, if it's cold... 
They've got heated tees, Tito. So take your game or your Tito out to Highlands Performance Golf Center. And if you need internet, well, highlandspgc.com. Go there, get your golf game right by going to the Highlands Performance Golf Center. See you later, Tito. And also you too. Or if you're sitting with Tito. Eh, horrible dismount. It's a commercial. End. (laughs) End. Hey, listeners, make sure you check out the brand new Fan Stream Sports in-studio text line. You can reach us during any of our live shows or 24-7 at 214-937-0569. That's 214-937-0569. Text us 24-7 day or night, and we'll reply to you and make you part of the show. Coming back at you. Now, more Fan Stream Sports. Welcome back to From the Rough on FanStream Sports. I'm Indy Cartim. That is Johnny Gerber. We are live from the FanStream Sports Studios in Dallas, Texas. Welcome aboard. It's a great, great Wednesday, April 26th, talking about Mexico, or should I say Mexico. It's about it's about 50 degrees warmer in Mexico right now than here. And it's a, chilly outside. What a terrible couple days here. I mean, it's raining earlier. Just so much AWC. Is this, uh, is this, December or is this April? Like I don't even know right now. Ah, it's it's brutal. We had we had some uh, twisters out there today. I was kind of dodging those twisters. We had a couple tornadoes. I saw touchdown on the news. Ridiculous. It's I think it got forty eight degrees. Friggin' Texas. Yeah, I mean it. I'm kind of over it. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of over it. I mean you know you can always go back to Columbus. I'm going. Well, that's happening. That's happening real soon. I mean, here's the thing about Columbus. It I kind of downplay Columbus a little bit. For about six months, it's a great, it's a great city. People are great, and obviously, you got my parents there. Shout out to Nancy Gerber. We didn't give you haven't given Nancy Gerber a shout out tonight. Yeah, we did. Oh, we did at the first of the show. Yeah. Well, she gets another one. Anyway. She does. She gets all the shout outs. Yeah. Nancy Gerber. Yeah, and anyway, but but at least in Columbus, you know what you're getting. Like you know, it's going to be shitty for a period of time, and then it's going to be nice in the summer. The summers are great, and it's not hot, and there's people out, and um, you know, it's a little, it's kind of a vibrant city. People don't really know. Not, so Columbus, Ohio, is the biggest city in the Midwest between Chicago and New York. Mm-hmm. People don't realize. That. I mean, so not saying it's great, but it's it's a city that it's it's a you know it's a conservative city. You got like the medical and you got the insurance, so it's always a kind of on an uptick. It's you know you're not going out there, and they actually got casinos now, which is probably bad for in people. Columbus. Yeah, how do they do that? Because they're smart. I mean, betting gambling's legal in Ohio now. Yeah, gambling's legal. Don't have to be on the river. They got casinos. They got sports books. They got it all. Oh, I had no idea. They got it all. So no, <clears throat> yes. That that being said, yes, I will be back up there. The kind of the end of May, kind of through the summer, developing shows and uh, shows for fan stream sports. So it's going to be a fun summer. We're looking forward to to creating some more shows up there in that Midwest market. But I mean, clearly, the stop in Columbus is just a short stop until you get to the best part of Ohio, up near Cleveland, right? Uh, where, what's your picks? <laughs> Johnny hates Cleveland, oh, as crazy. most people from Ohio do. Yeah. In all fairness, uh, it's time for the picks, Johnny. The episode or the uh, part of the episode that most people like to tune in for. Not necessarily my picks, although we've got some crossover this week. That's usually not good. And in all fairness, I sent you my picks before I got yours. You usually do, but that doesn't mean you know. Maybe we've been we've been doing fantastic on our matchups. Like, like we said, uh, like we said on Monday, we're thirty nine and four, mm-hmm. which is great. But we don't have a win this year. So, usually when that happens is we'll do some crossovers. And last year we had six wins. The year before that we had nine. But maybe this year it's just the time that when we do have crossovers, we win. Because nothing mm-hmm. else nothing else in the hell is working. 
when it comes to when, especially last week, I think there's some people around that stuck some voodoo dolls and yep. what's going on down there in New Orleans. Because we had three of the top four people on the field to win last week, and none of them came through for us. So maybe this week it's a time. It, it's going to be time. I'm feeling it. I do too. Uh, especially with my pick as a winner at 17 to 1. We talked about him at length uh, during the actual episode here. Wyndham Clark is my pick for your winner. My top 10 at plus 220, Gary Woodland. And I think his week's going to come down to his putting. Um, and he's he's done fine in recent weeks. He came off a surprising Masters that saw him finish T14. Um, you know, he looked good at Harbortown a week later. Uh, and I think that, of course, like uh, Vedanta, if I'm saying that right, we've gone through a whole episode and I still don't know how to say it. Vedanta. 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 Now it sounds Asian. Uh, but, but a course like this should be conducive for his game. Yeah. So I've got sure. him in the top 10 at plus 220 and at plus 260. First time I think he's ever been on my card. At 60-1, to Mr. Lee Hodges. No, plus 260 to finish in the top 20. That's what I said, right? No, you said 60 to 1. Oh, 61-1 was his win odds. My my, my apologies. Yeah, plus 260. Well, there's a reason why he hasn't been on your card. (laughs) Probably shouldn't be again, right? Probably not. Just go ahead and blowtorch that $100 bill. It's all right. That's all right. That's what we're doing here. Johnny's Picks brought to you by Orca Golf at orca-golf.com. They've got the highest quality PGA Tour grade golf bags I have ever seen. They're the real deal. Head over to orca-golf.com, pick one up from their catalog, or custom order one with your custom colors and logo. You'll love it. You'll work with a real designer. They've got that all set for you over there. Use our promo code DSP10 for 10% off and free shipping. Do it today. Orca Golf, best choice in game. Johnny, who's on your card? You know, this is kind of that first week that in a long time that I really feel good about your first couple picks. And usually, when like we talked about, when you do, uh, we just, I just cross shit off. Right? Yeah, it's right. Just, it's just what I do because you, yeah, you, your luck is when it comes to this is not very good. But yeah. every one, but every once in a while you come through, and I think this is the week you're going to come through. So that's why we have a few crossover picks. And my my first pick on the board, man, I really do. I think Wyndham Clark at seventeen to one is. I think he's going to stand out more than anyone else. There's a few reasons why. I think he needs some resent, redemption from last week. I know we play. He played fantastic last week. He did. He just had a partner that just couldn't just couldn't help him out. And if you look at his track record in Puerto Rico and how he plays in Mexico, he has a lot of success, especially with this type of golf course. That's wide open. He's one of the longest, best drivers of the golf ball on the PGA Tour. So that's going to lend for him to have a lot of short irons into it. And if the wind blows, he's going to he, he has a, a he's a good wind player. So I really like him as our first pick at seventeen to one. Uh, we're gonna go with another. Uh, we're gonna go with another guy that we talked about earlier, Nikolai Hogard at uh, thirty to one. You look at a guy again, and I'm 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 basing some a lot of my picks on how these guys played in Puerto Rico earlier in the year. What was off event? They're very similar types of golf courses, so you're gonna see the similar types of grasses, similar type of players, and I really feel like there's gonna be a lot of similar results. But I really like Nikolai Hogard at thirty to one, coming off a really solid performance last week. Uh, in New Orleans, uh, I'm our third pick on the board this week. I'm going to go back to another Canadian guy, Taylor Pendrith. At Good day, 50, mate. 50, Fifty-five to one, and I don't know what it is with these Canadian guys. They all play well down in that course, Bermuda. They they all play well down there. They just do, and I don't know what it is because it's a polar opposite where they're coming from. Maybe they just feel. 
they can take seven layers of clothes off when they're playing because that's what they're used to in Canada. I don't know what it is, but these Canadian guys really love it down there. And this is why this Taylor Pendrith fits the mold a bit like Wyndham Clark. They're similar types of players. Hits the ball a long way. Uh, and this this is going to lend to his game. So I really like him at 55-1. to 1. Uh, Our ham sandwich pick this week is our man, Will Flash Gordon, at 65-1. to 1. This guy is... He is he is in that category of of played with the Davis Rileys, played with the Nick Hardys, same type of guy, same type of kind of era, and he beat he beat them all at Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. So he's looking at these guys from last week. Say, hey, listen, if these guys can do it, I certainly can. He's in that kind of same category with these guys. He hits the ball a long way. It's really going to help him this week. This guy's destined to win. He's going to win. He's a lot like these younger guys on the PGA Tour, and the PGA Tour is in such great hands with these guys coming up. And Will Flash Gordon, I really think, at 65-1, has got a chance to win this golf tournament. Uh, two top ten picks this week, as always. Uh, I really like your other pick. I like your other pick, Gary Willen, at a plus 220 to finish, in that, uh, to finish in that top ten. He played well there in Puerto Rico. He likes this type of golf course. He's a long hitter. Uh, he doesn't really have to worry about actually. He's going to try to hit it as far as he can. He likes the warm weather. And Gary's getting getting healthy. You mm-hmm. can see his game kind of transitioning to where he's healthy. And that's the that's the big issue with Gary is that, you know, health, health has been an issue. He hasn't really performed well since his U.S. Open win at Pebble Beach. But him coming into form, getting, uh, you know, out of these injuries, I really think this is a kind of a get-good week for Gary Willen potentially to finish that time. Potentially could win the golf tournament, but I think he's going to – Kind of tests himself a little bit to get prepped for the rest of the year, so that's why I like him in this top ten spot at two twenty. Uh, our our second pick, Ashte Batia, at plus seven fifty. Look at this guy; he finished second at the Puerto Rico event, and he finished in the top ten at the uh, other Mexico event. So he likes this type of golf course. Played very well in the Bahamas, which is very similar type of, of scenarios that you're going to have in Mexico. So I really like this guy. He just got his uh, kind of full status on the PGA Tour with some of his success. So he doesn't have that pressure. So I think he's got an opportunity to win. Don't, don't, don't be surprised if he's leading this golf tournament at some point, but I think he's going to fade a little bit potentially and drop him in that top 10. But I like him at that number at 750. I think there's great value there. Uh, our two top 20 picks this, pick this week, we're going to go with the uh, South African conjulant here. We got two South African guys that really play well. Good day, down- mate. Down there, they're so used to this type of, of grass and grain uh, playing in South Africa. So, Garrick Higo at plus 220, I like him to finish in that, that, that uh, top 20 spot. Solid performance when, he, when they played down in Puerto Rico. Solid performance when they played there last year. And another solid performance when they played the other Mexico event. So, he's very familiar with this type, of, uh, this type of golf course and this type of grass. And I like him. And our last pick to finish in the top 20, our main man, our Marlboro man, Eric Van Royen. Marlboro man. Uh, no, not no, no, the, uh, no, not Marlboro man. The Monopoly man. There you Monopoly go. Monopoly man. Yeah. Monopoly man. Do you wear a monocle out on the course? He wears a lot of stuff. He wears those those <laughs> stupid uh, pants, skinny jeans, or whatever they're. Called I hate those pants. Whatever. They're cu- like cuffed at the bottom. They're like sweatpants. Yeah, but the guy can play, and he loves. He can. His, I, lo- I I love him down there in this type of for uh, this type of environment, this type of grass. It gets windy. Guy's a really good ball striker, so uh, I like for him this week to finish in that. He's South game. African. Yeah, both of them are. I thought he was South Arkansasian. South Florida. South Arkansas. What North North Louisiana. I don't know why I thought that. They're all the same. Because the way he looks. Okay. Uh, make sure you follow us on social media to get all of Johnny's picks early in the day on Wednesday, whenever he gets them to me. 
Uh, we post him out. He is at Jay Gerber PGA Pro on Twitter. The show is at From the Rough PGA. I am at IndyCar Tim. The network is at Fanstream DSP. You can also follow us on Instagram. Find us there. Find us on Facebook, the From the Rough Facebook page. We appreciate you uh, going and liking that page and following us over there for all of our shows, all of our picks, and some fun stuff as well that you can find over there. We will do it all again on Monday as we will recap the Mexico Open and Wyndham Clark's epic win by four strokes over John Rahm. Maybe my little prediction right there. That's pretty good. How do you like that? I like it. So we'll just well, if it doesn't happen, we'll just forget this ever happened. Talk here. a little bit about our show tomorrow. We got a nice little uh, nice little uh, NFL draft show. You want yes, to- for NFL fans, make sure you tune in tomorrow, six p.m. Central Time, on the uh, FanStream Sports Network. We'll be live on the app, on the YouTube page, on several Facebook pages, on our Twitter accounts, all that. As we will do a live draft show. And if you're local here in the North Texas area, we invite you to the Maverick Bar in Carrollton, 1616 West Hebron Parkway, as Johnny, myself, and my partner on the Colby Sapp and Indy Car Tim Show, Colby Sapp, will be doing a live draft party uh, from the Maverick Bar in Carrollton with one Dallas Cowboys insider, Mike Fisher, joining us occasionally. We'll have Tampa Bay Buccaneers and NFL insider, J.P. Peterson, joining us occasionally, as well as the Ohio State Buckeyes insider, and sometimes Pittsburgh Steelers insider, Mr. Jeff Tito Thidoff from Columbus, Ohio, joining us occasionally to talk about the draft and the picks and things like that. But we're going to have a lot of fun out there. We, we encourage you to tune in. We invite you to be there if you are local, and we would love to see you. It's going to be fun. We always have fun when we do live broadcasts. Uh, and there's usually some beverages flowing as well. I hope so. Cocktails are good. Cocktails are good. Um, and mine's empty, which means it's time to end the show. We will see you back here on Monday, if not tomorrow night. Until then, boys and girls, y'all keep hitting them straight. It's broken. It's broken. It's broken. <laughs>